1: What's up, what's up, what's up, what's up, y'all? This is Classified. This is
0: Mocha Only. This is Sean Price. Yeah, Ghostface Killer. This is Quake Matthews. What's up, my Brother Ali. Five Diggy, Tribe Called Quest. Eloquent, man. What up, Styles Feet the ghost This is absolute. This is K.O., and you listening to The Come Up Show, where that feel-good music lives, This is the show that you come up on, yeah. This is the spot that you come up strong,
1: Hey, welcome to The Come Up Show podcast. My name is Cheto, host and founder of The Come Up Show, and I thank you for joining me. Once again, man, you know, each and every Wednesday, if you haven't already, please rate us on iTunes. We need your love. Today's guest on the Come Up Show podcast, he goes by the name of Duckworth from South Central Los Angeles. He's a creative visionary and he's currently touring with Anderson Park and the Free Nationals on their summer tour for Malibu, which just happened this past weekend in Toronto. And Duckworth is poised to become the new face of alternative hip-hop. We talk about his upbringing in LA and why his mom didn't let him listen to hip-hop growing up and how that actually helped him and expanded his musical tastes, and ears, why he named his new EP, I'm Ugly. He tells us a little bit about accepting your flaws and making them beautiful, and so much more in my conversation with Duckworth on The Come Up Show. Let's go!
0: Please introduce yourself. My name is Duckworth. I'm from South Central Los Angeles, and uh, I like mangoes. You love mangoes? I fucking love mangoes, man. <laughs> They're amazing. Dried mangoes, regular mangoes, chili mangoes. Y'all have chili mangoes out here?
1: Chili mangoes? Like yeah. Like are chilled, like chile.
0: they're cold? No, no, chili. No, chile. Like, uh, chile is like a, like a Mexican sauce. Well, not Mexican sauce, but like a lot of Mexican homies <laughs> yeah. put it on their mangoes and shit. But it's just like this little, not a sauce, it's um, it's like a seasoning. And it's like, uh, I know it's from Mexico. It's really good. Mm. But you put it on your mangoes and it's fire. It's called chile. Yeah, chile.
1: Okay. Chile. I'll
0: definitely pay attention to that. And are you... I I think
1: I think I remember people have who have love mangoes. They want mango blunt wraps. They want mango everything. Yeah, are you are you that extreme with mangoes or just (laughs)
0: yes, (laughs) yo, uh, mango fucking uh, smoothies, man. Like mango. I think they got mango like lotion and some shit like that, man. Like that could be dangerous because you
1: might be tempted to consume the lotion.
0: Possibly, there's a great chance. Or hopefully, a girl will consume me from wearing the mango lotion. That would be nice. <laughs> that would be nice. I could see that being pick a pickup line. So this is your second
1: time in Toronto. You're on tour with Anderson and Pac. Mm-hmm. Uh, I remember reading when, when you found out that you were on tour, you couldn't, like, you couldn't believe it. So how did it come about and
0: how's it been so far? Pretty much I did a, a session with him in Carmack Like a year and a half ago mm-hmm. And then like the song never came out It actually came out But it came on like Selections Radio mm-hmm. So it never came out <laughs> Pretty much But um, yeah um, After that we just I think my managers hit up their managers And like was like Yo like we're looking like I think for collabs or some shit And I was like Oh yeah Anderson fucks with Duckworth and I was like Oh yeah that's right Because we did that session a long time ago And I was like He's actually on tour right now Looking for a spot to fill And then my manager was like well, Can we get it? And I was like yeah so then they just plugged it in, and the next thing I know, like I'm running around <laughs> onto Anderson Park. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Can you talk about the the where things are organic, or you never know like
1: that session you might have been excited. Yes, you don't know what's gonna happen with a song. You you may not know where things are going to lead. You have no idea. You're living day to day. How does that kind of feeling of of not knowing, it? and how do you like like maybe I don't know what type of guy you are. You you might be calculating, or you're like, oh, I'm just gonna see where this takes me how do you how do you
0: operate in that one with those
1: type of opportunities in day to day
0: um well i haven't been religious in a long time but i do believe in like spiritual and shit Mm -hmm. and like a lot of the music is like it's feeling it's like the intangible and i kind of connect that to spiritual so it's like i kind of try to connect in that way to that whole realm and Music, it, it, I don't know, like I got people around me who handle all the business as long as I'm like connected. So when I'm like making a song, I'm not trying to make like a hit or like the next single type shit. I'm just making it because it feels right, you know, spiritually it feels good, you know. And then mm-hmm. like if it comes out that way, then it's going to come out raw. Mm-hmm. I kind of just let that lead the way. So it's very open, very free. And like that's how I prefer to live. I tried the whole like I went to a graphic design school for like four years and like it was great. But they teach me how to work for other people. And I'm, yeah. a, I'm a tourist. I don't, I don't like that shit. <laughs> I like to be my own boss. And mm-hmm. it's just like music kind of gives me more liberty in order to just like kind of run around and do my thing and like get paid for what I love to do. Yeah. You know. And
1: uh, you mentioned that uh, you focus on the music and people around you handle stuff. It's always important to have a team. But we're also in a day and age where an artist has to do more than one thing or uh, just their music. So what do you do? What do you do for yourself other than just creating music? Or is it? Are you lucky enough to be one of those artists just to focus on music and not take care of? anything? Yeah.
0: I'm, I mean, it's fortunate, and unfortunate. Yeah. Like I, I wish I could be like that artist to just like focus on the music, but it's not like that for me because like I don't like waiting mm-hmm. for like shit to come about after you like are done with the music. So uh, I mean, like I said, I went to graphic design school for four years. So like I do graphic design. Like all my art. All, like, the uh, visual marketing. I do, like, uh, like the videos and stuff. Like, I've directed a couple of my videos. I've, like, chopped up a couple of my videos. Just anything visual. Even, like, the merchandise. Like, I create garments. I create jewelry. I, like, make these rings. They're, like, fingers and shit. Yeah, just a lot of stuff that's outside has to do the creative part. I handle all creativity. Or at least a good 85% of it, you know? But it's, like, I've been working with different directors recently. Like, my homie Mansi Gant out of the Bay Area. And he's amazing. Emmeline, Kim, a couple different people. But even with those directors, we kind of like mutually come up with like a storyline or just like, you know, some type of like cool situation. And then we just make it. Mm -hmm.
1: So there's a little short bio that you have on one of your platforms uh, that I really found interesting. I think there's meaning behind these lines. It's the universe birthed me. South Central raised me. San Francisco elevated me. New York pushed me. The world will welcome me home so let's go by that line by nine to see if there's any meaning behind it so the universe birthed me sounds straightforward but there may be something behind
0: it. it's exactly <laughs> what it is <laughs> exactly I, I thought <laughs> I was going to skip
1: it but I just you know yeah, wanted not to not give not. It's it's it it's
0: good I mean yeah like like I said it's back to the spiritual back to all that shit yeah. man it's just universal like mind state universal like living you know like mm-hmm. making it where it's like you're not just the only individual in the world like don't be so selfish you know in a sense yeah, yeah. everybody's connected in a certain way and it's like I don't know, the whole God complex, in, I mean, not c- God complex, but the whole God concept is, like, omnipotent, omnipresent, and what makes it, like, that individual or that essence omnipresent is because we're all, like, living everywhere. We're all connected as one, so, of course, like, the God will be, like, omnipresent because we're everywhere, and it's all in us. He's a blah, universal, mm. right? Omnipresent. <laughs> okay. Yeah. That's
1: pretty dope. And South Central raised me.
0: Yeah. So South Central yeah that's the place I was born and raised and stuff and it's just like that gave me like the dirt and grit that gave me like the whole like just survival just like hustle hard because I had to get out of there like people were getting like shot on a daily basis my mom wouldn't let me go out of the crib for hella long because she thought I was gonna get shot it was hella drive-by like all the time and gangbangers and stuff like that just all type of shit so it's like South Central gave me a backbone that I'm so grateful for Mm -hmm. you know. The,
1: the hustle like mm-hmm. to, to to always be appreciative possible.
0: yep Yeah. cause shit is dirty on the other side so you yeah, gotta make it happen definitely and San Francisco elevated me San Francisco opened up my like mind yo like not my mind my creativity it gave me like way more colors like to my palette to my like canvas and shit it like I mean you, I'm not gonna get too deep in a whole what f- does that mean though no you <laughs> I, I,
1: gave me it's funny i've been noticing and i think it's been a lot of artists recently i've been noticing the conversations they talk about colors seeing yeah. colors and your certain song gives them colors and he
0: colors about that so what do you mean san francisco gave you more colors added more colors to your palette um well san francisco is a very very liberal city and it's like people can create as they please and like there's no judgment it's just like you're kind of rejoiced for being able to step out and then just do it people like like lift you up people walk around naked over there like no issue like on the main streets and there's no problem smoking weed in front of the police and shit but like beyond that it's just like it's a very creative city so it's like if i'm like if i feel a certain way and i want to create in this way a person won't tell me like oh that's not marketable they will say like well yeah explore it see what happens see what comes from it and then like when you really like get into it and work on it and master it they're just like you did it you know
1: <laughs> is that part of the reason why there's it's the startup culture like is over goes there like all these companies that we started is that part of it or no is that completely separate
0: yes and no yeah because like the startup companies they pull from the creatives of san francisco mm-hmm. but the tech side is a little bit more mechanical mm-hmm. and certain way. but of course it is because it's like coding you know mm-hmm. so it's like computer coding and all like all that shit it's just way more like like ones and zeros and zeros and ones mm-hmm. but it's like even like their whole environment that they have within like those companies they're mad liberal you know like they're out here like. Play for airplanes And playing soccer And shit like that And like coming in Like into like Business meetings And shorts and shit like that So it's like They probably be high as hell When they come into meetings Like mm-hmm. it's just cool You know So like yeah I guess it does It ties into it In mm-hmm. certain ways And New York pushed me New York is grimy <laughs> Nah New York is uh, But I heard I've never been But I heard it's dirty It's yeah, literally nah, dirty It's dirty But it's the right type of grit Because over there You gotta do like five sixteen To like stay afloat You know you And like do what? 5-6 like Just you know yeah shit I don't know <laughs> yeah, like, like, <laughs> a, the, like like you're saying living expenses so high yeah. is that why Or living or expenses yeah, yeah. like just to like really maintain cause like everybody out there is grinding even the homeless people like are grinding out there you know yeah. it's just a different like vibration out there like everybody is trying to like make it to the top I think it has to do with the skyscrapers like you look up and it's like they're so big and you just like either you can feel really small and defeat it and dip out. Or you just like, you know what? I'm going to be just as big as these skyscrapers. Mm. So I'm going to just go ahead and just, like, go ham. And, it yeah, it just pushes And, like, people out... Because it's, like, it's not so much sun out there. It snows heavy. Like, the humidity is crazy. Like, the weather kind of sucks sometimes. They don't really have, like, nature and shit out there. So it's, like, it's really industrial and, like, grimy. So it just... Yeah, it just it, it just puts you on a different thing. Like, California has a vibe because it is nature, because it is, like, you know, like, weed is legal out there. Like, so many different, like, vibes and shit. But, like, New York, nah, that's not cracking. So you have to be in your mechanical, and that's how it pushes you. Mm-hmm.
1: So you talk about, going back to you being, uh, growing up, that your mom didn't lis- let you listen to hip-hop when you were younger. And you, you said that was a good thing, mm-hmm. because if you did start off listening to hip-hop, that your ear would be,
0: ha- have been different. So tell me about that. Yeah, my mom raised me on gospel and classical. Mm -hmm. So it was like my ear at a very, very early age was just like, it was expanding. Like when you're listening to like orchestras of like 30-piece orchestras where it's just like woodwinds and like violins and like percussion and shit like that. Like you just, you know, like 808s and like a snare and a kick is simple, you know. Mm -hmm. And especially in the gospel too, like that's another like 30-piece choir of like all voices, uh, alto sopranos and, you know, Tenor, like all in unison and shit like that. It just sounds like in music, it's just like a way bigger, like masterpiece. So then we like go to simpler things like hip hop. Not saying that hip hop isn't of that, like, you know, weight, (laughs) I guess, but it's just like, it's just like you you just understand it Mm -hmm. way better. So is it true
1: that you're classified as, you know, alternative hip hop?
0: That's only because people can't classify me. Alternative is just an easy way to like stamp shit that you don't really like, you can't put in a box.
1: I guess what I'm trying to ask is, it seems like things, genres are meshing together and there aren't, you know, straight up like, from the way you may uh, look, dress uh, to the vibes you're giving off, it's just like, there's kind of a unifying thing that you're giving off, and I guess what I'm trying to say is, like, what what would you say is your vibe your energy, your aesthetic to the people who are listening to this podcast who maybe have not seen a video or anything
0: we call it funk wave. Yeah, that's our genre, pretty much. It's ugly. What I mean by that is just like, like I said, I'm from South Central. My other boy, Channel, he's from like Compton. So we would never forget that. That like stays with us, you know. And it, like I said, it just gives you like a certain backbone. Like you, it's an aggression to it, but in the same sense. It's something you can dance to, so it's just like if we sitting there hitting like these like aggressive bars, but still got like harmonies and like grooviness to it, and it's just like it's enough to like make your face start frowning up all ugly and shit. You know what I'm yeah, saying? That's funk, you know. So we yeah. call that shit funk way. Like just simply put, mm-hmm. and I know it has so many different things. But like I said, alternative is an easy way of putting it when there's so many things meshing together. Mm-hmm. So it's like at this moment we're not just talking about like a certain specific category. We're just talking about feeling and the feeling that we give off is funk.
1: <laughs> you know what I'm saying yeah. you're straight
0: funk yo. and
1: when you say you had that face where you're like that ugly like crunching face when something is just so nasty and which is perfectly tying into the question about uh, your new EP called I'm Ugly you say it's it's gonna make you feel like that, you're, that your face is gonna be like oh what's this but it's also about accepting your flaws and making them beautiful so tell me more about that
0: yeah so yeah like I said covering the whole like just aggressiveness but still like uh, it's confusion it's euphoria It's like, you know, for some reason, like, when those, like, feelings are coming about your face, like, you just can't control it. You're not very aware of what's happening on your face, but your face crunches up. But then also, um, yeah, yeah, it's like, ugly is, like, accepting your flaws. Like, one of my flaws, or not even a flaw, but, like, one of the things that's like, an abnormality in, like, the concepts of beauty is, like, gaps in the teeth. And, like, uh, recently it's been, like, come very accepted. But, like, I just developed a gap over, like, three years ago. I don't know why. How did that happen? I don't know. It just came out of nowhere. <laughs> did you, you talk to a dentist about it or no? Not really. Uh that <laughs> dentist hate me, man. I didn't pay my bills. But, uh. <laughs> but uh, yeah, nah, I just got a gap in between my teeth. And it, it came out of nowhere. My mom was, like, always having, like, say I always have perfect teeth. Mm-hmm. And it's just, like, for me, like, my gap is still, like, perfect teeth to me. I love it, you know? It's yeah. just, like, it, it, it's, like, my little ugly, you know? But it's just, like... Mm, it's, t- it's like you know, you age and develop and stuff. Like you just start gaining like more attributes and different little like textures and features, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's just like this creates like you're ugly, but it's also like it makes you fucking beautiful as hell, you know.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. And it's funny thing because the uh, people from London, England, that was a defining feature mm. their, gap. their gap teeth yep. and and it's something that's different. Yeah. Which kind of ties into you talk about the best thing that you can do for yourself is to love yourself, accept yourself, and then when you really find yourself do everything to reflect yourself. Yep. And I think we've always heard that like love yourself, accept yourself. I want to know about finding yourself. Like how you found yourself or maybe you're still on that journey because a lot of people have a hard time defining mm-hmm. like what am I here for? What I'm, what should I be
0: doing? Yeah. type of thing. I'm still finding myself, but I become very sure of myself because like I don't know, man, it's it just you just you look in the mirror and it's just like if you're unhappy with what you see in the mirror then you got some more work to do you know i think like what they're talking about with peace and tranquility it's not specifically happiness like people think that happiness is peace but it's not so much that peace is like acceptance in a certain way when you accept like just like you were built this way and it's just like you know like god made you this way or whatever it created you this way and like you are like that perfect person and it's just like within there you just start living through it so like you know if i have like Six Fingers, like, I'm gonna, like, brand that shit. Like, I'm gonna make that part of my art and my craft, But Like, I got six... I'm gonna call my... If I was a rapper, and it was Six Fingers, i call myself Six Fingers or some shit like that. And it just, like... You just accept those things. It, the faster you accept it, the easier life becomes. Because it's like, if you can't accept it, then it's just like it's, like, it's not so much peace. It's like, it's war with yourself all the time, fighting, you know? I feel like that's what Michael Jackson was going through. Like, he would look in the mirror, and he couldn't accept himself. And like, for so long of his life, like, he was like, bleaching and just like, you know, like, going through the operation because he just couldn't accept it. And there was no peace or tranquility in his life. And like, that is, that's death to me. So it's just like, true creativity, like, true creation is acceptance. Acceptance is peace And that's what we all Fucking want at the end of the day mm-hmm. So Yeah
1: What is it about When you Accept yourself Say if you had six fingers And you You're a rapper called Six fingers <laughs> People would love that right, right. People would Like yeah, Fucking yeah. can't have enough exactly. Yo, your six fingers yeah. and wh- What is it yeah. about When you do something like that When you accept yourself And put it out there And tell people This is who I am They like dig it. They just love it They can't get enough of, mm-hmm. of it And when you don't Like Example When neo wore hats all the time when he first came out yeah. and he did that because uh, labels told him you look ugly bald yeah. wear your hats whatever yeah. and then i think when he had a mugshot, shot it was the first time people saw him bald they're like yeah. oh my god like yeah. you know it's yeah. like when you hide your insecurities and they get exposed people kind of make fun of you but then if you accept your insecurities and say this is I am," pe- yeah. people
0: actually love you for that what is it about that I don't know man It's yeah. weird Society's weird With that whole Insecurity shit <laughs> yeah. But it's like I mean okay I'll give you an example Like today I was like Performing yeah. I was going ham And shit like that And I tripped over The speaker hella hard yeah. And it's just like I could've either Like tried to pl- Like act like It didn't happen Or I can sit there And like point at the speaker And like laugh Like with the crowd Cause I know the crowd Is laughing like looking at the strip ah! <laughs> I'm just like I'm gonna laugh with y'all Cause that shit was funny yo. Like it's just like I know we're in like I'm in like you know Performance mode But like I'm still a human being within this performance so it's like I'm going to trip and fall and if I trip and fall I'm going to giggle at myself because I know somebody else is giggling too and then like it's kind of like having like the giggle session together is what makes it more, more unified it just makes it better so it's like if he's like he had a big ass head like come out with your big ass head and stuff like that like I know you got teased with it and like but like everybody going to have fun with it bro. like have fun with it too but if you try to hide it and then it like comes out later, like because you, you got a big ass head. Then it's like, yeah, people gonna laugh. And people are like, damn son, like you been trying to hide that. That's you been hiding this whole time. <laughs> like fuck that. Come out the back with like great vocals and a big head. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and then watch how that shit works out, you know. Definitely. And you're talking about you were
1: talking about performing today. And what is the approach that you take to being on stage? What is that attitude? That what is what is that? What's going through your mind when you're on stage? And like, what's how do you
0: approach it? How do you attack it? Make people move people like especially with new acts like they just like you have to always prove yourself like every single time you have to make i don't know people just like they don't they're there for the headliner you know it's just a very stiff generation that we have i look look at videos from back in the day people used to move but I don't know, I think people are just desensitized because like, we're so overly saturated with so many different artists and like, everything's in access, you know? So it's just like, you don't have to sit there and move because you probably went to a show the night before, night before that, you was on YouTube watching all these performers and artists. So it's like, you have to kind of like equate yourself to like these other artists that like are bigger and shit. My whole thing is just like, just stripping all that away. Like, look, like we're all here to have fun. You know, like I'm not even a headliner, but like, fuck that, like you're here, you came early. Like, you know you're going to see the headliner, and I'm going to play this funk. You know what I'm saying? So just, like, we all going to move, we going to dance together. And I'm going to keep, like, stabbing at it until they start moving. And I'm going to do whatever the fuck I need to do until about, like, midway they dancing or moving or something. And, like, that's my whole approach. Like, we going to dance tonight if there's anything else. Because people just want to have a
1: good time. Exactly. And, and when you do that, then... They you make them feel good and then I was actually I saw a friend who came up to me he's like who's this guy I'm like I told him the name he wrote it down on, on his memo pad it took he took your name down like oh, duck words so yeah. you just performed a song as well to one of your last songs it was kind of dedicated to what's happening right now especially in the United States of police brutality and all that what's the name of that song and what did, why did you feel it was important to write a song about what's going on
0: I'm still coming up with the name for it I think we're going to call it Run with like three or four uh, U's my bad <laughs>
1: So it's not even out yet.
0: No, it's not out yet. It's going to be out uh, August 26th. Actually, when I first wrote it, it wasn't, like, initially about that, but I was just going through the different characters, talking about, like, uh, soldiers and then, like, criminals and uh, mailmen and, like, policemen, and kind of, like, put them on, like, the same, like, bracket, just, like, lethal weapons, I suppose, you know? So it's like, when I said the, cri- uh, when I said the soldier, I was like, soldiers have, like, weapons and shit, mass destruction, whatever you want to call it, criminals, you know what I'm saying? Like, they burglarize and, like, fuck shit up, and then, like it's not that the mailman is like a you know like a villain but like I just said anthrax cause that's y'all know that's just funny to me and then like policemen yeah cause they also like they have like weapons of mass destruction but they don't do it like overseas they do it like right here like in the states like in your community in your neighborhood so it's like it's an overall type of concept but right now it's more going more towards police brutality because that's what's so heavy right now and it's just like I want to make something where it's just, like, it, like, puts that feeling in the chorus. Because, like, the, the verses are so calm and chill. You know what I'm saying? Like, you just dance around. You think it's going to be a cool little Pharrell joint or some shit like that. You're going to be dancing with your aunties and everything <laughs> like that. And then when the chorus comes in, it says, <gasps> and it just, like, goes fucking ham. And it's just, like, that's the feeling that we have, you know? Every time that we're interrupted by some more news of, like, our brothers and sisters being killed, that's the aggression I feel in my chest, you know? So I want to be able to deliver that shit on stage and be like, yo, I'm about to scream to the top of my lungs. I'm gonna jump as high as possible like shake my dress and like let you know that just like i want you to feel i want you to be caught off guard because before like maybe five seconds ago i was just dancing and smiling but now i'm like in full rage like on stage skanking and everything so mm-hmm. that's the feeling it's, it's another feeling track you know
1: mm-hmm. and I,
0: I think that's really important
1: as an artist to have some type of variety to like have fun or that could be that ignition and talking about things like that as well too because was, I believe Nina Simone, who said the job of an artist is to reflect the times of what we're going through. Is that kind of a mission of yours as well, too? Or is this,
0: like, are you on something like,
1: fuck it, whatever?
0: I'm everything. Yeah. But, like, I do believe in what Nina Simone and Fela Kuti said. It's just like Fela Kuti said, like, music is uh, for revolution. And uh, Nina said, yeah, it is our actual duty as artists to reflect the times. Because it's like, I mean, at the end of the day, like, I go back to Universe. If you zoom out of, like the planet you go into like the solar system you zoom out to galaxy then you zoom out to the universe we are not even a fucking speckle in that big motherfucker so it's just like for a person to feel bigger than life in a certain sense it's just like yo humble yourself like chill out we all here together so i don't know man like for artists i feel like we are the ones that document the times if you look back into like the renaissance era like that whole art period and like all those artists who were like painting and making sculptures and shit like that they were the historians they were the ones who documented those times you look at those art pieces and be like okay that's what's cracking off at that moment so it's like that hasn't changed we're still doing that today so it's like no matter how like saucy your artist feels when you die like that is your like that is your duty on earth is to document the time you know and i feel like that's yeah that's what it's about and to leave a legacy for sure like a body of work that you could say it lives on but even, even though. If, but even if you don't leave a legacy even if like you know like Gucci man like he's not gonna like leave such a tremendous legacy in the sense of like changing lives but he was also there documenting the time like at that time motherfuckers was trapping like mm-hmm. heavy like they was in the you know abandoned houses like selling drugs like pushing all type of shit to the communities and stuff like that and why because of the Ronald Reagan era where they brought in cocaine and all this other shit into the communities and fucked shit up so it's like fast forward to 2000 we got Gucci man mm-hmm. so it's like whether you are, like, for the people or against the people, you're still documenting time, you know? Like, if you, like I said, if you take away all the ego, all the jewelry, all the glitz and glamour, your duty is to document time, you because know? you eventually you will croak, you know? Turn back into dirt, so.
1: <laughs> Anything else that you wanted to say to the people who are listening, they haven't heard of your music yet, to your fans, supporters, just anybody who's got, you know, who's listening to this podcast right now?
0: Thank you for listening to my long-ass rants. (laughs) 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 Fucking worse than Kanye. Nah. um, (laughs) But, yeah, man, just create. Whatever. Whatever it be, like... It don't have to be art or music. It can be moments with people. Like, spend time with people that you never spent time with before. Like, slow down. Literally, like, smell the damn flowers. Like... Like, smell the water, like, after the rain hits, like, the ground and, like, this like, makes the cement wet. Like, you know, take your time and, like, really appreciate it. Look up and be surprised. Like, look around and be surprised. Talk to a homeless person. Talk to an auntie you ain't talked to in a minute. You know what I'm saying? Like, you see a girl that you like and shit so like, there are a guy, like, talk to him Don't even go, like, thinking about sex or whatever else of being your boyfriend and girlfriend. Just have a regular conversation. See what happens. It's kind
1: of becoming a lost art right now, isn't it? Like, because we're so stuck to our screens that, like, people are becoming socially awkward.
0: Yep. It's very, very socially awkward. I heard that's what I'm saying. Like, at the shows, like, motherfuckers are still socially awkward because they're just sitting there looking at you, like, oh man, you know? And then, like, then they, like, take their cameras out and they record you. So it's like, at those, like, moments of, like, Snapchatting for 15 seconds, you just missed out on, like, probably a crazy part because you, I mean, you could record it, it's so cool, but you didn't feel it from your heart, you felt it from your LCD screen and shit. So it's like, yeah, it's definitely changing shit. But, um, man, that's our whole movement, is just to, like, make people feel again, make people dance again. That has nothing to do with your electronics, you know what I'm saying, or your clothing, or, you know what I'm saying, or your looks, or how much money's in your pocket. Dance. Move. Feel. Funk. Ugly.
1: <laughs> thank you very much for your time, Duckworth, on The Come Up Show. Hey, thank you for having me. I hope you enjoyed my conversation with Duckworth. Next week, we're still keeping it in the West Coast in LA. Our guest is going to be Dan Funk, the face of modern funk. And once again, if you haven't already, please, well, I know a lot of you guys haven't already, and I need your love. I need your support. If you're tuning into this podcast and you appreciate it, all I need you is to rate and review the Come Up Show podcast on iTunes. If you're listening already, if you have an Apple phone, You can easily do that. Just follow the link. If you have an Android phone, there's a link right there on iTunes. We need your love. We need your rating and reviews because it increases the visibility of the Come Up Show. And I would truly appreciate it. My name is Chetto, the Come Up Show podcast. I'll see you next week. Peace. (laughs)